MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle! Hello from the grave, or whatever other stupid shit Ethan normally says. Man, you said you always read the doc. What does the doc say today? Hold on, let me fix it. Yeah, it says it says Grim, Grim, Jazzy says Grimlock is the best. That's perfect. Okay, so I didn't and, read that. And producers, Cable2KX, and oh, uh, uh, Gamezilla guy here. Not no deadite today, but what's up, Cable? What up, dude? And it does say that in the doc. I don't know where you did not read. Thank that. you. Thank you. Oh, thanks for finally reading the doc for the first time. I just want to make Son sure that. You know, Mister Mister, I follow the doc all the time, and then you know, it just comes around and doesn't do doesn't do it anymore because it says something he doesn't agree with. So, I never disagreed with it. Well, but I didn't mean, agree with it. You kind of did. Kind of. Welcome to episode one sixty seven of the Gamezilla podcast. Red alert! Massive butthurt. Critical. This is for you <laughs> because you didn't because you didn't read the doc. Okay. That's right. You gave me control of the board today. Four is upset You now. gave me control of the board today, so prepare yourself. Uh, welcome to episode 167 of the GameZilla podcast. I just said that. It's my fucking line, so I'll say it. How do we know what's your line? You sit there and the look doc. pretty while while the GameZilla little figure does all the work, okay? Now, where's right. the golden one? Yeah. Where is the golden one? Don't worry about it. Yeah, I thought you'd be on the show today, but no. You know, that would make sense. All right, start with Cable. I'm going to go get him. <laughs> Anyways, what, Cable, what's been up? What's been going on? Jazz is on top of things here. Uh, absolutely nothing. Still playing a lot of stupid phone games. Uh, uh, Future Fight, always playing that for some reason. And having my legs fall asleep while I'm sitting on the damn toilet. And oh, hot. That's yeah. hot. That's a hot image I got there. Oh, yeah. Um, and I started playing Ghost Recon Wildlands again. I saw that. Dude. I was like, man, you got to be bored. I am bored. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally bored. Like, there's nothing I want to play right now. But I started playing that again, and I'm actually having a lot of fun playing that game again. It's been a blast just going through and finding all the guns and just trying to beat the mission. Like, now I'm set to beat the game. I really want to beat the game. Oh, well, that's good. Anything else? That's uh, that's basically it, right? Yeah, that's basically it. Oh, well, I played some Mario Kart and got my ass whooped. Yeah, about well, it. Yeah, that's pretty standard. All right, we get it. He's here now. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about him a little bit later here. But uh, at least at least you had him with you. Yeah, that's you, right. didn't, you didn't have to go very far to get him. Where was he? Um, none of your. Oh, business. you left him here. Absolutely. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, how have you been, Jazzy? What's new? Oh, not a lot. Yeah, I've been playing Splatoon and League, lots no of league. League. lots of League, zero League. Oh, you, you do realize in a month we're supposed to be like in Boston watching championships, and yeah. we're not even playing the I'm game. I'm ready to start again because I uh, updated my client today. Oh, okay. 
but uh, no playing of League yet. Ah. I did watch some League this past weekend. So though. did I. So did I. Yeah. So kind of updated my client. Kind of. Wait, you, you you know what the client is? What? No idea. I'm just saying it. You're saying it. <laughs> I want I'm you to say. put the camera on you and say I updated the League of Legends client it so that I have this saved forever. No, it doesn't work like that. It don't work like that. And I didn't update it, so I don't <laughs> yeah, know what that yeah. means. <laughs> yeah. That's what I figured. But anyway, so yeah, Splatoon two. That's about it. I, that's absolutely all I played. Cool. Well, that's what we've been playing. Let us know what you are playing on the Discord, MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you can go, uh, join the Discord. It is free, and you have all sorts of people all around the world playing video games, talking about video games, arguing, sharing trip, t- tips and tricks, and doing all sorts of other things all every day in this Discord. So please, join it, hang out, and have some fun. But uh, we got Discord in the chat. Yeah, we got uh, public... We got public uh, Voice chat rooms, too, for everything from Destiny, PUBG, to Splatoon, since the Nintendo app is a disaster. We got, we, and they're free, and you can use them anytime you want. So. Yeah. You <sighs> can influence a show and get early access to the game, to Gamezilla Alpha. <sighs> Almost ruined that. Mm, By supporting us on Patreon.com slash Gamezilla Podcast. Also, go on to every place that you listen to this show, Gamezilla Alpha, or The Legend of Retro, and uh, leave us a review. Leave us a, uh, a rating and uh, leave some comments. And they'll let us know what we do great and what we can do better to uh, make this the best show you ever listened yeah, to. Yeah, my favorite review still to this day right now is that this show does things to this particular person that women cannot. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's a solid review. So it's a solid, solid review, absolutely. I get many people that go, I read that review and that's why I listen to you. So. No, I don't. But still, so. I really, I'm, I, I'm, I love it so much that it's going to be making its way to the new website update that's coming soon. Spoiler alert: There's a new website update that's coming. Spoiler soon. alert: There's a website. <laughs> that's true too. There is a website. It's MotorCityGaming.com. Um, but yeah, Ethan's <laughs> not. Deadite's not here. So yeah. I'm just going to go into it. I'd like to thank our sponsors: the, the Detroit Beard Collective. Dot com. They're a website. They have beard care products. Pyong's going to be mad at you if you don't nail this. So if you're going to keep taking it from me. No, we're, we're like spitballing it. Oh, is that? Okay, yeah. we're going to pitch it. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you actually catch it this time. Okay. I'm tired of hitting you in the face with a softball. Hey. Is that what she said? If you got beards, if you got fur on your face, and you want to take care of it with the best products out there, DetroitBeardCollective.com is where you need to go. They got beard balms, beard butter, beard oil, combs for your beard. They got badass t-shirts in case you want to rep some beard-looking stuff. You know, maybe you're a Red Wings fan. You want a cool-looking hockey puck beard shirt. They got them. True. Maybe you're a Tigers fan. I don't know why you are right now, but guess what? They got some shirts for you. Hey, they won. And if you want to smell good and you want your face to be soft and comfortable, DetroitBeardCollective.com. Can't go anywhere else. This is the best stuff. I use it every day. I love it. And we're going to help you save. Use that code MCGAMING at checkout on all orders over $25, and you will save 20%. And if you don't have a beard, use it on your chest hair. I've done it. It works. That's weird. But you know what? If you use our code, I'll support it. (laughs) (laughs) Exclamation point. DBC in the chat. That was was really good... uh, Pitching back and forth. I did the whole thing. Here's the thing is you never shut the fuck up. Exactly. (laughs) I made sure of that. 
You're welcome, sponsor. Trust me, you're welcome. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, um, I think it's uh, it's about that time. I don't know what button to hit, so I gotta look over the screen. I'm blind as hell. So what do I need? I need uh, three. Is that what I see? Yeah, There's a two. It's a three. Two. It's a three. Okay, I'm kidding, it's two. Hey, <laughs> guess what? Here's some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Ah, uh, yeah. You write them, we read them, then we take all the credit. Yeah. Um, first of all, if you're going to try to, like, be me, try to do it more than four words. You write them, we read them. <laughs> you write them, we read them. My name's Jazzy. I can't do shit. Look at me. Yeah, I don't even do email segment anymore. I just mix them into Grimm's News. How many questions do you have for today? Absolutely zero. I bet you you do. I don't even think there is a question. No, it's not. Nobody shit. was interested this in asking a question. This is supposed to be a special goddamn episode, and you just go and blow it. It is, because Ethan's not on it. It's going to be the best episode we've had all week. It is, yeah, because I'm just going to go crazy and, and, and go all out. So, Jazzy, take it away. What, what are we talking about? Topic number one, PUBG. Oh, you stole my damn news. Yep. You actually looked in, you actually You actually read it? Uh, I did. Did you read every article? I read every article. Wow. He did not. What is going on? Well, anyways, news number one. Player Unknown Battlegrounds becomes the most played non-Valve game on Steam. Boom. Just to prove to you that I did read it. Look. No, don't look, look at, at the my screen. Doc. Look at my doc. I'm looking at a blue right screen here. right now. Right here. I'm looking at a blue screen right now. Right. No. Blue screen. You see it? Oh, hold on. Yeah, exactly. Anyways... There's no, hold on, hold on, I want to prove this, I want to prove this. I don't, I want, prove I don't want you to prove this. So here, no so one here cares. I, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. See, Anyways, okay, so I'm not into it. I can tell you that the two Valve games that are ahead of it are Dota 2 and Counter-Strike. Wow, good job. I think the whole world knew that. My mom knows that. Well, she told me. <laughs> That's right, Dota 2 and Counter-Strike being number one and number two, and of course, Player Unknown Battleground is number three on Steam, so congratulations to them. That's a, that's pretty big. That's, uh, again... Elf, this is pre-release technically, so that's uh, those are those are some impressive yeah. numbers when your game's not even technically out fully, I guess. But um, that's not the real news. It's not. What's no. the real news? The real news. The drama that's been happening. Yeah, and Cable probably knows all about this drama. Yes, I, yeah. I, I, Talk I, about the drama. Player unknown battleground stream sniping stream sniping bans. And it's dividing the community. <gasps> oh I mean, as people are defending this, and it's just stupid. It's cheating. It's, that's all it is, is cheating. If you don't see that as cheating, then there's something wrong with you. I don't think... Well... Nope, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. <laughs> I have I have no opinion until after I hear Jesse's opinion. Well, tell I, the story. Tell the story. That, that's what's going on. <sighs> No, I don't want to tell stories. Jazzy had something you wanted to say. I didn't. I I started to say something and then I like Fucking regurgitated my dinner. You see a little that bit. that gold that gold gamezilla right there? It's gonna be brown in a second when I shove it up your ass. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I really was just disagreeing with it. I know. I want to hear it. Tell the people that you disagree with them. Um, it's not cheating. No, because a sniper rifle is a gun in the game. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about the story that Cable wanted me. I should have listened to Cable. I should have listened to Cable. We tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. Oh, my God. Stream sniping is a 
it's a form of essentially cheating in multiplayer games with a big live stream audience. Stream snipers are those who watch a Twitch stream of a game while playing it themselves to get a read on where another player is so they can go take them down. Right. Okay. So the the initial concept and I know I haven't told the what's going the actual story of the people cuz cuz your little your little stream buddies in, is involved in this. I mean, my stream, but I just watch him. He's like your stream buddy. He's yeah. like, you're like, yeah, you're hey, like bro. Best friends. Hey, bro, we best friends. You're part of like his army or No, whatever. he's not part of No, that's a different person. No, that's a different person. I, I won't, I'll stand up for Cable at that point. Anyways, Cable is our video director. He's the guy that runs Twitch. So when I pick on him, it's just simply because, you know, he's the guy. Like, of course I, I pick on him. Yeah, and, and I hate him. But anyways, in the simplistic concept here, yeah, it's cheating. You're you're basically going watching some stream and being like, oh, he's in that house, so you're gonna head there in the map where maybe normally you wouldn't. Right. Like I get that. Here's the thing that's shitty about it. It's not like you can go find that person's like server room and try to just be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna join their game. Like you you'd have to basically watch the stream and when they hit the Q button, you would hit the Q button and, that's and then do. you pray that's and then you hope. Out of out of four hundred and 60,000 people that are currently playing this game, you hope you get into the same room you do. as this famous streamer you that do. you're trying to attack. And from and sometimes, yes, it happens. It happens a lot. Right. So, you know, yes, it's unfortunate. It's, it's cheating. Okay? Like, I agree with that. But I put all the blame on the developer that, may, that with the way that their system matches and the way and I know they're working on this because of this problem. But this is this is this is a failure on the developing side of the game when it comes to matchmaking. If it is that if if you're trying to build this game that is so random and except for the people that you're bringing along in your queue, yet it's so easy to try to hit a queue button at the same time and end up in the same room when so many people are playing this game at the same time. That tells me that your matchmaking is a little broken, a little messed up. If if you really want to try to make this a randomized, you know. 100, 100 last man standing, you probably need to do better with the matchmaking. A little more you know, RNG in the matchmaking. Programming. That being said, it is still cheating. But this story sucks because it sounds like someone is basically getting screwed when they didn't cheat. No, they Twitch, not Twitch. Um, they came out and said that they have enough evidence to show that he randomly joins these. He left a game when they died just to join up to another game where they were alive. Yeah, I get that. But it's 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 literally the biggest here like he said, she said, like period. Yeah. In my opinion. They don't have proof. They can't they haven't came out with any kind of proof right. of this is what his he Because was technically the firefight that happened was between two different people and then a third party got involved and then that third party got banned. And and so Anyways, you're, you're one of your favorites, Summit 1G, right? Summit, yeah. Um, he, he's a big-time streamer that likes to play um, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds, and he was playing with Shroud. Yes. Another, another big-timer. Connor, Connor not, not, um, C, um, Cloud9. He's a uh, CSGO oh, player. Oh, pro. That. Okay. Pro well, in that case, I, I support them 100%. I think everybody's cheating because C9's <laughs> the best. No, I'm just kidding. C9. <laughs> so they were playing together live, and they were killed multiple times by another player, which is what Loto is, is the name, yeah. and which was one of, the, one of them. And when he killed Shroud not long after other alleged stream snipers took out Summit, Loto ended up uh, kicked out of the game and banned. And I believe it was a seven-day ban. It's a seven-day ban, yeah. Yeah. So... 
uh, Loto uploads video and or, or he doesn't upload video. Sorry, Shroud uploads video and shows what's happening. Then Loto takes to Twitter and says like, I, you know, I don't know what happened. I just got banned. Like, like I've been called. I'm getting called a a stream sniper, and you know, it's not. I didn't do anything. Blah blah blah. So the community just divides, right? Because mm-hmm. half the community doesn't think it's cheating, which is crazy. The other half of the community does think it's cheating, or half the community thinks, "Come on, player unknown developers, you need you need to fix this, and, then and not just take it out on these people." And if or if you're an extremer, you're you're putting your position out there for everyone to see, right? Which so yeah, why am I being banned because I'm taking advantage of information you're giving the world? Right, exactly. And so I think it's also the community is being torn up right now because these streamers are getting special, you know, special treatment almost. Like yeah, they, I was like normal players feel they feel like example if. I, I necessarily never thought I never thought about this cheat mode, right? Mm-hmm. But if I would have gotten into a room against a famous streamer, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So how many people queue up like that watching a stream just in the sense that they want to try to be in the same room as Summit? I mean, that happens a lot. And right. Summit, I'm just from Summit's point of view, because I watch him a lot. That happens a lot with Summit. And Summit's okay with that. He doesn't care that, okay, if you you accidentally queue up with me, and we're in the game, and you don't come to directly kill me, that's fine. If you're playing the game to play the game, you're, you're, we're all good. No one yeah. cares. But then Summit comes – See, here's my, so here's where everything gets a little blurry, and, and it bothers me. Summit comes out and releases a video, okay? Of just It's just him. It's just him sitting there venting. Oh, yeah. And it basically is him saying, like, you know, because people are blaming him now. Yeah, it was actual Shroud who – well, no one – they didn't ban anybody. Shroud or Summit didn't ban, ban anybody. They didn't know it happened. They just, I mean, I was there on that when this happened. I was watching the stream. Man, I wish I had some, like, horns right now, you know? Like, <laughs> like yeah, I talked to Kelvin Johnson before he retired. I knew it was going to happen. Like, like the siren. We need to get a siren, you know? Like, like, pl- like Cable's plugging the shit out of himself right now. I was watching the stream when, he, when this was happening, and they got into three games where these, those three two characters, uh, the guy he's with, in Loto, whatever his name, they were in three of his games mm-hmm. back to back, and they did go after him. There is proven; you can see it in the vods. They were stream sniping him. It's and he has a history of stream sniping Shroud in Counter and um, um, Counter Strike. So they like, dude, you've been reported multiple times, especially on Counter Strike. So you know you're a stream sniper. So I don't know what your argument is to say. Oh, I wasn't in their games. You were. They wouldn't have come out and say this stuff, even though they didn't show proof. You are stream sniping. Yeah. So, anyways, though, the video that Summit puts up oh, yeah. is is him basically responding to people that are, are mad at him now. Yeah. And he goes, I'm sorry, what do you expect me to do? Like, something's happening, and I say they're stream sniping, even though I can't prove it, oh, I, yeah. I'm not allowed to. You know, and, like, so he's going off because, like, hey, guess what? If I'm streaming and I'm a successful streamer like he is, and I'm playing this game and I'm and this is happening, and and I'm not saying anything and nothing's being done about it, then guess what? It's going to keep happening and it's going to get worse. It's, it's going to be H one Z one, right? And so so I think you know him standing up for himself was fine. The problem was is when he like stood up for himself and then was like, yeah, well I don't know if it's true or not. I just say it. 
and it was kind of like, oh man, like you just yeah. need to kind of shut your mouth, like like let them do their job. You know, you stream, and guess what? You're human, like you stated, like we all are, and you get pissed off. So like you know, yeah. like you say what you say, you know, and and overall, I think it's shitty. I think people like. If someone is going to try to queue up to be in a room with with a famous streamer or whatever because they think it'd be cool, that's one thing. And that's still kind of weird. It's another thing to actually try to get an advantage. And I never understood this in for hacks, period. Like playing SOCOM on PS2 and people glitching into the wall, you know, and killing people you know, like like that can only be fun for so long because technically you're not a good player. No. Technically you don't have any skill. You just have found a loophole to give you an advantage that shouldn't be allowed. And so this drives me nuts because I think I'm more upset with how easy it is for these people to do it. It's very easy. And like, that blows my mind because here you are, which we just told you you're the third, you know, the third highest game of all time on Steam, and you have a huge exploit right now with your game that is ruining the experience for people. Like me personally, I like and I'm not a famous streamer right now, right? Like, 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 but I wouldn't stream that game if that was happening to me. And I know, so I know, like, Summit, like, or certain streamers can't afford to do that, you know, because that is like a huge piece of their of their you know right. thing right now. Yeah. But overall, it's like if it kept happening, I'd I'd have to find something new, and that's dangerous for for, for the them. game, you know. So I mean, it's a business. I mean, yeah. and not not to get it twisted, they do know player unknown. They do know him. They talk to him on a regular basis. Tim the Tapman is another person who was sat down with Player Unknown when this game was being developed. Right. So it's like they're friends with him. They know him, but he's not going to be the kind of person. He even came out and says, "Look, our system." Who's has he? A, Summit? No, Player Unknown. Player Unknown. Oh, oh, you're talking about yeah, you're talking about Green, um, Brendan Green. Brendan Green. Yeah. yeah. He even came out on Twitter. Even posted to that guy's Twitter and was like. We know you're cheating. Well, we no, he came out like everybody else was like the the community that banned him or whatever, right? Because they have those mods in place. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, if we find something that's not correct, we'll undo it, you know, but it'll take some time. But Brandon Green came out and he said, like you said, he took a less apologetic tone. He said, I've seen the data the community team looked at before issuing the ban, and the ban was indeed justified. Green wrote in a message about uh, Loto's situation posted to Twitter. The tracking data shows that the player in question tried to join the same lobby as their target multiple times. While we understand we cannot prove that this player was watching the target's broadcast, we see no other reason why they would consistently attempt to be in the same lobby as someone who is broadcasting live other than to have an advantage in the game. And so that's true. Okay, so you can look and see that they queued in the room, but I just gave you an example of, like, I'm a nobody and I want to play with Summit. I mean, again, if you get queued up with him, I mean, he like he said before, he says in that same video that if you queue up with me, no, he said it after in the stream. If you queue up with me, it's fine. We're fine with you queuing up with us, but just don't don't grief us. This is basically you're griefing me. You you're trying to ruin my product uh, yeah. as, as a streamer. No, it is. I see you're taking money out of my pocket by doing this. I, I see that, but green, but Brendan's, you know, the the developer, the the actual like co, the owner of this game, the he his answer doesn't technically prove cheating it just proves that they were in the same room yeah and and then now they're trying to screen capture and and show that well you know you know loto was here i was here and like that proves nothing like are you telling me that like 
can't your analytics show the path of a player the way that they took? Was I think it, they, was you, it, can. you know, like that's the data, the data I want to see that proves to me that this person, like, here's where you should be running, and you ran out of the way three games in a row to some odd location, you know, because you know why? that he was there. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. you know, that would that would give me more of a like, yeah, man, like. This is kind of this doesn't look good for you. Isn't there a delay though? Still, that's so it's, another. It's that's not, it's that's not, the other thing. It's not. It's not real time. But in a game like this, where you sit in camp, right? It gives you. So a, it gives yeah. you a general area I'm of where they're going to be. It's. It's not like proven. Like, oh, he's right here, and I can go and just headshot him. It's, no, it's just giving him an advantage by saying, "Here's where you were at." Yeah, you know, well, a like, short time ago, yeah. and well, like in this Summit, game, th- that time doesn't fluctuate as quickly as right. See, Summit, Summit, Summit was does plays similar to how Cable got us playing, and that was like he would go to a particular house. Yeah, he goes over to, and over yeah, again. He goes to a certain it's area a in the game. But he like I, I took one of his strategies where I where if the plane is going right, I go left. Oh, that's cheating, man! I'm going to report you. <laughs> yep. If the plane Bam, is flying right, because everyone's going to start drifting to the right, so I will go left, so I know I can loot in peace and not get shot. So I have I can give myself the best chance to win, and that's the strategy I learned from him. And Tim the Tapman, who's another one who's been streaming this game and who's been getting like hella streams tonight, he will go to like the most stupidest part in the game, and then you just hear four or five cars pull up. Like he doesn't report anything, he doesn't say anything because it's Tim. He don't care. He thinks it's fun. He thinks it's funny. It's entertainment for him in his stream. As long as – well, here's the thing, though. If his stream was affected by it, then he'd say something. No, yeah. He, he, it started to get annoying, and it started to affect him in his stream because he was just getting tilted and wanted to sign off because it was no fun. Right. It wasn't fun before. Yeah. So it's just like, why – I mean, I get it. You want to play with these guys. You look up to them. They're, they're doing something that everyone wish they can do that plays video games to get paid to play video games. But – you're ruining things. Why? Why are you doing yeah. this? Now, isn't there isn't there a way with the services provided, be it OBS, XSplit, whatever they're using? Isn't there a way they could almost like put a shift screen screens? Yes, yeah, or a screen delay, or just a, like a like a different slide. Like, hey, you still have the camera, so you can still talk. But I'm going to put up this, you know, Tim the Tatman or Summit banner, so that they don't know when I'm queuing. They do that now. I mean, most of them, like Grimm's is another one who does this, and he's he hates he gets stream sniped a lot. Yeah, um, he does this. He doesn't show yeah. his landing spots. Not that he it's gonna it. stop it completely, yeah. but it's, it's just still... a pain in the ass. You gotta do all these. You right, gotta go all right. these extra steps, and the game developers not like the game developer should be the one taking care of this, right? Or at least for the for the you know pro streamers, maybe you maybe you release a special you know toolkit for them or something like that, right? Like you could you could. They I mean they have they they at the beginning of this when you used to go up in the lobbies your names used to appear above your head, and you can know who was all in the game. Right. And they took that away. It was like oh the streamers like no can you please remove that we don't yeah. want that. Right. But the problem the second is is though like is right now is that if you don't do anything yourself and you're at the you're at the opening of the game and you go ready, like there's nothing like unless I create a splash a splash page and hide it there's nothing that the game's doing for me to to mask right. that. And no. so and, and you know so that's something that in this day and age because of streaming because of the world that we're in like it's something new that game developers need to consider when they're looking at no. these massive online games streamer mode yeah I mean, you got to think about a streamer mode almost yeah. and so someone in the um, one of our patrons the glitch says this is dumb the streamers are doing it to themselves if I had a million dollars and told everyone where it was I can't get mad if someone steals it yes it's wrong but streamers are doing it to themselves. 
See, I don't agree to that. I and yeah, and like I see <laughs> this is true, but guess what? Stream like like the glitch streams, right? Mm-hmm. And like so if, and and he he streams where people can't infect him, can't affect him because he's playing old games that don't even have an online functionality, but in the end, if someone was affecting you just because they wanted to. Right. Like we get we get trolls in here. Yeah. We get trolls and that's and the part of Cable's job is to to ban them and make sure that their you know nasty messages and stuff like that don't don't uh, make it to our community. It's nothing that's going to affect. Like I'm not getting upset about it, but we don't want to see some you know name that is just not acceptable or some sort of racist comment or thing like that. We exactly. don't want that to to bleed into our community and and create this like it's okay. Like so everybody deals with it, but but these guys are dealing with a whole new attack. It's a whole new way to screw with things. And, you know, we already deal with, with DDoS attacks. We already deal with all sorts of other things to, to try to affect, you know, to try to make issues. That this is just something that it could be cleaned up by the developer, and, and I think it will be. Oh, yeah. it, given enough time, it will be. They're, they're a very, react, they're a very um, active community, and they, the developers listen, you know, and they, and they give what the, what the community wants. So it, it'll get taken care of, but right now it's kind of it almost makes me where I'm like, eh, I, I don't know if I like really want to play the game, you know, like I mean, at right, least, at least uh, stream it, you know. Right. And what makes it even funnier is that you have people like Summit and Tim the Tatman um, who stream twenty eight thousand to twenty eight to thirty thousand people alone. Uh-huh. They stopped playing the game because they got tired of stream snipers. They went down to ten thousand to I think uh, nine thousand, eight thousand. They lost That's half. A, they lost half. They lost half their viewership because because yeah, they had to go something else. It's not as hot. It's not as hot. And as a streamer, I'm like, this is my source of income. Yes, I chose this life. I want to play the game, but at the same time, I'm like. That sucks. Yeah. Well, you want to play the game, but at the same time, you feel like if I'm going to give you this exposure, right? Because streamers are just as important as mar- they're a piece of marketing now, as far as I'm exactly. concerned, for the, for a company. So, if I'm going to give you this type of exposure, and then I expect you to protect me. You know, that's that's kind of how I look at it, and that's why the streamer mode needs to be made or something, or like a, a special toolkit released or something like that. And moving forward, these these companies, you know, like this is this is a small indie game that got that blew up, but like bigger games like Counter Strike, where it's hap- it's happened too. Those companies like Valve need to step up and think about the future. They need to think about the evolution of gaming and that this is, I mean, obviously it's popular, right? So, like you just said, thousands and thousands of people tune in and watch it's every, number one on Twitch. Yeah, every day. It's, it did their own League of Legends. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's debatable. You gotta, you have to step up. <laughs> you have to step up and, and take care of your streamers because if, if you lose them, then I think. You're, you're like I don't think your game's gonna get hurt by it. H one Z one is a perfect example. Yeah. You had people lyric who is the number one streamer in the world right now, who streams to almost fifty six thousand people on a regular basis. He doesn't. He goes to H one Z one your competitor just because I don't know. I feel like playing H one Z one. Your viewership is down to like the low twenties. Yep. If no one else streaming your game, that game is dead in the water. Exactly. No one wants to play it. Yep. Yeah. So, it's the new it's the new TV commercial, man. You people see streamers and they go, "Oh, I want to try that." I honestly picked up Player Knows Better Grounds because, because I watched Tim the Tatman play it. And I was like, "I actually want to play this. This is yeah. like it." And how fun. many people did you affect 
because of that. So you you did that, and then we played it because of you, and then people played it because of us, and then if if you leave, and then we all leave, right? Because we are, we're all playing it together at that point, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so and we move on to some move on to the next hot thing, mm-hmm. whatever it be, Fortnite or whatever other. I'm not game. playing Fortnite. No, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying like there's other games always always around the corner. Yeah. So if you want to. You know, be Rocket League and maintain this healthy community for years. You have to take care of your community, right? And you have to, t- and, and it, call it special treatment or whatever. You also have to cater to your streamers, your 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 big time streamers. All right, we've taken a lot of time yeah. on this topic. Well, hopefully they they pick it pick it up and figure this out because uh, the game is still planned on release this year, the full version. And also, it is getting its first LAN Invitational tournament at this year's GamesCon. Yep. So and the game's big not, things to come. I don't know how they're doing it because the game's, the game's not, not ready. ready. Right. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But all right, we got to move on. Next story is Ark Survival Evolved full release and DLC has been delayed. Oh, surprise, surprise. So this game has had a rough go at it, and it's just uh, the next punch here. The official release for open-world survival shooter with dinosaurs, Ark Survival, has been delayed by several weeks. So it's not a huge delay, but it is another pushback. In a development blog post, it has been revealed that after over two years in early access on Steam, Ark Survival Evolved has been pushed back to August 29th, uh, when it was supposed to come out August 8th. So end of August instead of beginning of August. Uh, main reason, Studio Wildcard assures fans that the game already has its Gold Master certification for retail release. However, the uh, completing this took longer than anticipated, hence the reason for the full game's delay. Uh, the post goes on to explain that the free Ragnarok DLC for the game will also now release on the 29th, and the delay is set to make the DLC even bigger uh, than what was originally promised, including increased, increasing the overground by approximately 25%, so growing the world uh, uh, quite a bit bigger, as well as adding more items in, are- in areas. So this is... Um, for, uh, furthermore, going, going Gold allows more work on the PC and multiplayer versions of the game, which will see immediate bug fixes and improvements as well. Ark Survival is a game that had me so interested. I was so ready to play this game, and then and I was going to do the early access on Steam, and then I read the reviews, and it was basically like I put you know 100 hours in this game, and then a Korean account hacked it and stole stole everything, and it was like. <laughs> that wasn't one review. That was fifty reviews in a row, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then, and then I read more into it, and it was like, sure enough, there was a huge, and here we go again, huge problem and exploit in the game that people were just destroying and taking everything that others had worked towards. Now, given part of the game is the concept that your your town and your your community that you build can be raided and and things can be taken. But this was like you'd sign off and then you'd sign back in and you were in your underwear and everything was gone. And, and it was just like, okay, cool. Well, I'm not going to put any time in this game. I'll wait for them to fix this. And then what happens is that early release comes out, uh, early access comes out for the Xbox. I go, oh, maybe I'll go that route. Same problem. And this is a year later. And now you delay it again, and I just, for me, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I really want to try this game because, like, you see yourself flying on pterodactyls and, you, and you're building these fortresses, and it's just, it looks so cool. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm not going to go put hundreds of hours into something and then turn around and be like, oh, cool, someone stole it all. In a way I, that they should, in a way I that will. they shouldn't, in a way that they shouldn't yeah, be able to. Uh, it's they definitely shouldn't be able to do it. But I'm I'm so pumped for this, and I'm gonna put that hundred hours in, and then the second I get hacked and I'm a shake, I'm just never gonna pick it up again. Well, that's like, true. It's, but that's a, yeah, you had one shot with me on this, and and it's gone. Yeah, the the shitty part from the developer side is that the game was early access, and technically it still is right now, right? So the mm-hmm. early access was like a thirty dollar buy in. Well, they delayed the game, but they didn't delay the price increase. So now you have to pay sixty dollars, even though the game is still not out. So if you want, so that that's a little like, and eh, that's kind of that's kind of cheap. Like if you're gonna push the game um, about a month, then your price your price increase should push with that, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, now that you said that, I was actually about to go home and download this and give it a shot. Now, given that this, my my opinion on this has it's been a while since all this happened, so maybe some of it got cleaned up. But I would I would tread lightly and read reviews. Look at look at this game looks cool. I have I really hope they can turn it around because it's 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 that type of game I want to play. But be careful with it. Like check out Steam reviews if you're on PC. Check out Xbox reviews if you're look, thinking about early access on Xbox. It's and, on PS4 too. And and PS4. Yep. Yep. So, but it's a bummer. All right. Next story was brought to us specially from Jazzy, and that is that my team, Counter Logic Gaming, a team I, I love a lot. As you uh, all remember, I picked up a DX Racer that's Counter Logic Gaming themed, and uh, I, I, I just like watching them. They're a good team. I really thought they were professional. Like the, the organization always seemed so pu- so well put together and just. You know, from social media aspect to business aspect to convention aspect, like they always seem to just be this really well thought out company. And now it makes sense that Madison Square Garden Company has bought Counter Logic Gaming. So that uh, that makes a lot of sense to me when when Jazzy shared it to me. But um, they have bought a controlling share of Counter Logic Gaming. Yeah, I just thought it was cool because um, the 2015. Summer uh, summer series yep. finals was at Madison Square Gardens, and Counter Logic Gaming actually won that split. Which yeah, that started so, the that started the relationship, right? And also, it was the first time that the Madison Square Garden sold out for an esport event, mm-hmm. and that was them sign you know showing it was signs that esports is ready for the big time. And Madison Square Gardens wanted to team up with CLG, and it's all happened now. The founder of CLG, which is uh, George Hotshot GG Gradalis, is that it? Or is it uh, Jordalis? Jer- like, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So we're just going to call him Hotshot GG. Hotshot GG, yeah, which is your founder. He will still be in charge. He's still overseeing. We don't know what his position is going to be called, but he is still being retained and going to be um, the day-to-day operations for CLG. So. I just found this article super cool because um, the eSport of League of Legends is going franchise next season, so yep. early 2018. And uh, I think that these companies that own franchise teams already, so players that are in the NHL or NBA and stuff like that, uh, hopping on board and kind of taking control of some of these eSports teams is not only going to help them out, obviously, because eSports is going to be big, but also help out um the teams like kind of learn what franchising is and help them along with that process 
Yeah, I um I agree. Like obviously Rick Fox is one with Echo Fox that's done that's that's a little bit ahead of the game here and has done a lot with with his teams. But um, you know, CLG is this is a big move. This is a big team with with another big company and and they already have some really cool marketing that's out there with mm-hmm. with both their logos going and everything. But th- that's to be said that NRG NRG Esports was founded was founded and by part owners of the Sacramento Kings. Misfits recently partnered with Miami Heat and Team uh, Dignitas was purchased by the Philadelphia 76ers. All of that happened last year. Yeah. So, it's starting like the, the the franchise world of professional sports is starting to respect what's happening over here and they're starting to buy it up. Now here's two things about this. It's really it's cool because we're seeing our we're seeing something that we like grow, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that kind of scares me is that we're seeing our thing that was that we watched from nothing and now it's turning into this this very viable product. And now we're seeing the pre-existing world of franchise sports just buying it all up. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I almost kind of want to see some of these teams either A, retain their own ownership, um, being an entrepreneur myself and stuff like that. I don't necessarily like Apple or Microsoft or, like buying everything, right? Like I didn't like Logitech buying Astro. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't a fan of that. Like Astros should have just—they're their own thing, you know. Like, and I get it. Business is business, and sales happen. And but overall, for me, it's like I want to see some of these teams maybe go to the unknown owners, or not necessarily being owned by another pro sport. Uh, it just to me, you know, there's certain things that we don't like. Like you—you're a huge hockey fan, mm-hmm. right? But I would tell you right now that you're a big hockey fan. But right now, the NHL is probably you care the least about the NHL now than you have ever have. Yeah, because they've made because the 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 product is not what it used to be, and it's just not as entertaining anymore. And and there's a problem with the NHL right now, and they they haven't figured out how to fix it. But those companies are buying up your esports teams, and they can't even fix the product they have now. Right, and that's what concerns me with that sense that oh well, they're they're thinking process in the ways of let's say i don't know we're local here in michigan so we're going to say red wings right their their logic let's say they bought esports team and they just start pushing the same logic down your esports side you know is it going to work and and if it doesn't work here why is it going to work over there and and that's that's my concern i don't like like i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) this story freaks me out a little bit What is that? Is that me? That's you. How did I? Oh, my volume just turned on somehow. Oops. Sorry. Anyways, um, Madison Square Garden Company, right? Yep. Who did they own? The Rangers and the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. I'm not worried about the Rangers, but uh, Cable, what do you think of the organization of the Knicks? They're shitty. It's a shitty organization. They're horrible. I mean, they have like a shining player in Carmelo Anthony, but... Even that though, the contract's garbage. Everything, it's a, it's just a nightmare. They have Phil Jackson. They still couldn't put together. It's a nightmare, and and the Madison Square Garden Company is the one that built that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like I'm happy that Hotshot GG is still is still involved, but what is going to come from the top down that's going to be forced upon him? How quickly will he basically give you know flip the bird and say I'm out, or 
how quickly does CLG change in a way where we're like, oh god, they're right. just they're turning into this commercialized, just fake ass shit that I don't I don't care about, right? They're trying to make every goddamn dollar they can, and it just and just because yeah. of it, it ruins the product. And it's gonna it's gonna be on a on a team basis, unfortunately. Like obviously, in in comparison, like the NHL is what ha- is having the problem right now. It's not like the New York Rangers are just you know corrupting the league. So, you know, with them, with Madison Square Gardens buying up Counterlogic Gaming, Riot's still going to have a hand in how their game's played and how big the eSport becomes. It just turns into, hey, Counterlogic Gaming, your favorite League of Legends eSport team could end up turning into a New York Knicks of eSports mm-hmm. where, you know, they just, they're just managed improperly. Yeah. No so. one wants to play for the Knicks, and that's sad. <laughs> right, exactly. So, you know... We have to see how it all pans out, but those those were some like it was it's cool news and it, and those are my concerns. Like I right. like sharing both sides of it for that. All right, um, my next topic is we get our first details and screenshots of Final Fantasy 15 multiplayer mode called Comrades. And Ooh. this is I mean this is honestly this is I'm how, excited actually. This is honestly how I wanted the game to be in the first place, right? right. Like. I was like, man, this game is so cool. It'd be so cool if I could run with like four, four, you know, three other friends. Yeah, and customize your characters and like everything that they're saying is going into this. Yeah. So, so Square Enix has revealed the first details uh, of the multiplayer mode, Comrades, and has announced that a beta test will be running from August third through the eighth. So we got a beta coming up. Uh, Yeah, right around the corner, which will be uh, pretty exciting. Comrades will allow players to create their own custom character, then join up to three other players and take on multiplayer quests. Players will be able to create multiple characters developed by by completing quests and customizing with new clothing items at the game's outposts. Characters will be able to use a series of different weapons such as katanas, crossbows, uh, shurikens, and shields. All with new moves at a later date. Oh, sorry. At a later date, the final version will also unlock the game's main characters, Noctis, Gladio, Ignis, and Prompto. It's still not entirely clear whether Comrades takes place in a new area or in the existing open world. Either way is, I mean, new areas are super cool, but the open world's so big that I'm okay with it too. A lot of the like screen capture and photos and stuff they have of like people getting alpha access into this is showing a lot of similar type creatures just boosted. So I'm leaning towards probably in the same area. Yeah, it looks. But first of all, it looks awesome, and th- this is something that like I'll go put a lot more time into this game. Now. Oh yeah. And but but I wanna I wanna make a note about the uh, the beta. So the Comrades closed online test will only be accessible by players who own the Final Fantasy XV Season Pass uh, and have an active PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold subscription. So just keep that in mind. This isn't an open beta, and if you just had the regular version and you never bought the Season Pass, you're also not going to get the invite. But, you know, someone... So for, like, me, I got the Collector's Edition from Square Enix. I already had the Season Pass, so I should be getting this invite. Um, if not, and this is something that you really want to try the beta out, then grab the season pass now. Right. And you, you know, hopefully, uh, you still get the invite. And again, it's running from August 3rd to the 8th globally. It appears to offer a stripped down version of the main expansion, including creating an avatar, taking part in multi part quests, and using some new features and weaponry. And that's coming out right around the same time as Prompto's 
DL- yeah, their DL- the, DLC. the next big DLC for the season pass. Yep. So, um, or no, Ignis. You're, I think you're talking about Ignis. Yeah. Before we get the comments, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll still have the matter of Ignis episode DLC to get, uh, to get to. Not to mention uh, the VR fishing spinoff, Monster of the Deep. Go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that looks pretty cool. If you're into Final Fantasy 15, then you got some cool content on the way. Next topic: Capcom starting to prepare more Nintendo Switch games. Oh well, no shit. So this is pretty cool because we got numbers, right? And right. if you remember, if you remember a little while back, we talked about how Capcom was kind of like threatening almost. They were like, if 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 Ultra Street Fighter doesn't sell well on the Switch, we probably won't support the Switch anymore. Right. And then like Sega said the same thing. They're like, well, if Sonic Mania doesn't do well, then we're probably not gonna you know support the Switch, right? Well. Turns out that Ultra Street Fighter 2 sold 450,000 copies and exceeded Capcom's own estimates for for since release. Yeah. Half so, a mil, that's yeah, good. A game that again, again, a remake game that got mediocre reviews sold 450,000 copies in the first quarter. So and then the response was we're starting to prepare multiple Switch version titles. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good news because, you know, you know we've seen articles uh, just recently pop up on Forbes and everything that were literally titled, Every Game is Better on the Nintendo Switch. And it was, it was an opinion piece that I read on Forbes, but it was good. It, was, it made sense. Like, you know, hey, I picked up Street Fighter 2, a game that's like, well, I don't, I, I'm not even sure how many years old, 20-some years old. And it's awesome on the Switch. Like, and they talked about how they would prefer a slightly dumbed down version on the Switch than they would work than, than a nicer version on the TV because they don't have because they have less and less time to sit in front of a TV for 40 hours and give it to a game. And that's true, right? In this day and right. age, it's very true. It's it's tough for us. Um, we we find a hard, you know, we run a podcast, we run a business, and we still find a hard time putting that that amount of time into a game. Mm-hmm. And if we do it to one game, then there's usually three games that get left behind right. because of it. Final so, Fantasy 15. Right. You, you, exactly. You'll we, be playing it yeah. with us. That's true. That's immediate. <laughs> so that's exciting because we could see more stuff like Mega Man and, and all the other Capcom mm-hmm. IPs coming to the Switch. Um, hopefully. Uh, a Monster Hunter style, something like that as well. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah. you know, and they could even come up with a clever Dead Rising game yeah. that would be that would be fantastic on the Switch. And so. if we're looking at the numbers, there's less than 5 million Switches in the wild. Yep. So you're looking at approximately 10% of the people that own a Nintendo Switch have this game, which is a remake. Like, I think developers would die for an extra ten percent of the people that own a system, yeah, to that's that's have big. A, that's, yeah. that's a big that's a install base. Yeah, that's a good install base for sure. So good news. That's uh, just another another win for the Switch. You know what excites me about this article? That we'll have more Sonic games. Because <laughs> well, if yeah, because you're you're assuming <laughs> you're assuming that uh, that uh, Sonic Mania is going to do well, yes. which I think it I think, I, it, will. I think it will too. Yeah. I mean, especially if Street Fighter Two did. Right, I'm thinking exactly. Sonic Mania is gonna do really well. Now uh, that yeah, I, I actually have a Switch in my household, um, you, you see, have a Switch. Uh, I'm actually gonna get Sonic Mania for the Switch. Yeah. But I, you can you can see now. See, the Switch is tough. Like cable, you weren't you weren't a Switch supporter, 
and, huh? and you know for the most part. And now that you've seen what it what the the potential it has, even even from events like we just you know we just had, mm-hmm. you can see why it's like the the potential that it, that for the future, right? Yeah. And you you have like you said you have one that is accessible to you now, and you go, huh, you know what? I think I'll probably grab this yeah. for that. Yeah, you know, like that's yeah. what happens. Not not saying that it's going to to take away from you know what you're primarily paying playing on. So if you're your your PS4 Pro or your PS4 or you're a PC gamer, you know I don't think the Nintendo Switch has taken that away. No, I'm still primarily at this point right now more PC over PS4. But I'll tell you, I pick up my Switch a lot more than I think I would. I mean, and, and I my think Vita's we all dead at this point. We all currently, <laughs> yeah, we all currently pick up our Switch more than we pick up even our PS4, and, and minus cable. I pick up my PS. Yeah, minus yeah. cable. But I mean, like the people that are like that have been on the Switch since launch. The cool people pick the Switch up more than their PS4 right now, mm-hmm. and that'll change when Battlefront Two comes out, when Destiny Two comes out. Right. Like that's yeah, like because because there is no option, right? But. When Sonic comes out, or Shovel Knight, or like all these those types of games, where I'm not necessarily like worried about achievements, I'm not necessarily worried about like online play. I'm just I'm just thinking about accessibility. I gravitate towards the Switch so fast. Like example, Rocket League on the Switch excites me a lot because I really like Rocket League. But sitting down at my TV and to invest a, a, a considerable amount of time for Rocket League just to me it doesn't work. It doesn't I mean it seems like the Switch games that doesn't have to be like immersive yeah. works really well. Like yeah, Sonic but you know at the same mean? time though you got Zelda that was very immersive and worked very well. So I think it, it can it can gravitate both, but I agree the the quick games like Splatoon's three minute matches. Yeah. Mario Kart. I that's the only Marvel reason that yeah. The reason why I've only played Splatoon this week was not because I necessarily, you know, I, I wanted to play Splatoon. It's a lot of fun. It just came out, and and I'm and I'm into it. But if there was another game out there that was, you know, better or or interest me more, I would have been playing that. the The difference is, I was in the studio a lot last week. We had a lot going on. There was a lot of preparation and cleaning up and stuff like that I had to do. So it's just super easy for me to grab my Switch, throw in its case, come over here in the small downtime that we have, or when we're done for the day, just you know. F- Sit down in a chair, throw it on, and play a couple rounds before I go home. Like, it just works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I like it a lot, and I'm and again, this is just all positive news. And uh, keeping with Nintendo news, our next topic though is that uh, it's a rumor; and it hasn't been confirmed yet. But Ubisoft plans to lower the price for Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle before launch. So this is just interesting news that came out. Uh, anonymous source was from someone currently working at Ubisoft, and the documents that were provided um, have been confirmed that this does look like the game is going to be dropping from $59.99 to $49.99, a $10 drop before launch, which is odd uh, in the sense that this is supposed to be a full-fledged game that you know has a lot of anticipation behind it that Nintendo and Ubisoft has have combined to to create something completely new and you know it could just be as simple as they you know they didn't feel it had enough to be a full-fledged game but it does draw a little bit of concern because you are talking does it worry you a little bit it worries you a little bit this game isn't like they're like oh crap this game isn't as good as we thought it's going to be so let's reduce the price yeah either it's not as good or there's just not as much 
gameplay that maybe right. you know there's not whatever you want to call it levels or just the amount of time to to actually beat the game whatever um it, it does concern me a bit but I, you know we'll, we'll leave it to see why because also remember a game that I really enjoyed that didn't get the greatest reviews but I enjoyed it was Recore and Microsoft came out and sold it for 49.99 because it was a new IP that they wanted people to buy they wanted people to learn about Recore, and they so they purposely gave it a lower cost. So I mean, you could see something like that happening, but at the same time, you wonder why this why this news why this leaked out, and why the change would be be happening before launch. Like, you know, launch at sixty, and then you know, around the, and then it maybe doesn't sell well, and you can drop after. But I, I'm not sure what the whole what the whole concern is here because the game looks to me. I'm very interested in this right. game, so I'm not sure what they're what they're worried about or why they're making this change. Do you think? And this is maybe a, a long shot, but with Nintendo's reputation of protecting their IP so strongly, in the fact that they ban everything on YouTube and blah blah and all this other stuff, do you think that since it's an Ubisoft product, Nintendo's like, hey, you want to know what? We don't want you to sell this at sixty dollars because it's got our characters in it, and if it's bad, we want to be able to like say, hey, this wasn't a full sixty dollar Nintendo game. I mean, possibly. I don't. You know, this is kind of uncharted territory. Right. You know, we 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 don't see these types of games. This is kind of that first stab at it, and something is causing either you know the groups to be slightly worried, or or they're going or they're trying to just take a cool stance and say. Hey, it's new, and we want you to give it a try, and so we're, we want it to come in a little bit cheaper. My thought is that this is a Mario game, and it's an RTS. Kids can't play RTS. That's so, true, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So I'm pretty sure they probably had some play tests and realized that mm, these kids ain't as smart as they probably should be for this game. So this Wow. <laughs> Wow, just 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 stabbing yeah, all the kids, really. just just punch. Roll, that's just like roll. sucker punching all the yeah. kids in the face, Cable. That's like, like damn, that's like he picked up the kids in the bus and then dropped them off at school, and then when they were walking in, he ran them all over with the yeah, bus. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. No, I mean, real time strategy games are are tough. They're they're difficult. I mean, I don't know how dumbed down they're gonna make this game so it's true, easily accessible for everyone. But maybe my thought is. They didn't dumb it down enough, and they realized mm, this is going to be a yeah, little bit harder. I can see his point. It's, it's possible. It's a strategy-based game, yeah. and then putting Mario on it, it that people might think it's more kid-friendly than it is. Yeah, possible. All right. Next topic, we have Monster Hunter 3DS RPG getting a release date. So Monster Hunter Stories is the game, and it will be coming out September 8th. So this uh this was pretty cool. I mean, the big news is that we got a date, September eighth. It's not that far away, right. but the game interests me because it's unlike typical Monster Hunter. This is yeah. actually a taken uh, away from the co op. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's a turn based RPG. It's right. not it's not your open world exploration, and so instantly, like when I hear that, right, turn this, it's not a cooperative action game, but it's a turn based RPG. Usually, I would go, well, see you later, and just bolt in the other direction. But when you watch this trailer. It's actually really cool, and the art styles are it's it's the art styles are so uh, unique that I'm like, huh, this is actually a turn-based game that I I'm considering that I want to pick up, and not that I not that turn-based is bad. Like some people love it, I just personally have a hard time in putting a lot of time into a turn-based fighter. Yeah, and but this one looks really cool. It's a it's a, another one of those, in my opinion, swan song you know uh, DS games, but it's something that. 
I guess when I look at this game, I get excited with the concept that this could this could, I could see this on the Switch one day, right? Like this style I could right. see on the Switch, and that's why like I, I'm still interested in picking it up for the 3DS. But again, it's it's good to see Capcom, you know, still hanging out with Nintendo and and giving uh, this long running franchise a uh, a different a, a different uh, side game almost, you know, sub game, whatever you want to call it. So pretty cool. Again, trailer looks really cool, so um, you can if you want to watch that. I think it'll be in the in the uh, it absolutely will description of our download on MotorCityGaming.com. All right. Oh, also, I think uh, stories will soon be available to download for on the 3ds eShop as a demo August 10th. So that if you want to try try out the the mechanics and see if it's your style of game, you'll be able to yeah. before it comes out. So. With that being said, there's other some some other big news that um, that got announced, and that is Dragon Quest XI is indeed coming to North America in 2018. 2018. 2018. <laughs> Delayed <laughs> to 2028. <laughs> we'll see when we get there. But <laughs> so the yeah, this is the new mainline entry in Square Enix Dragon Quest series, Dragon Quest XI. Echoes of an Elusive Age is coming to the West in 2018. Square Enix announced this today. Uh, and it will be... Uh, Dragon Quest XI is currently being localized into five languages, including English, for release next year. So it's uh, being released on PlayStation 4 and 3DS this weekend in Japan. So, um, But we're not sure as far as the release. They said it's coming to North America, but we didn't know what version we're getting or if we're getting all the versions or if it's just going to be 3ds or, or what you know so that part we still don't know but um pretty cool i i'm a dragon quest fan and to know that we're like sometimes this is rough with with dragon quest games we're like like there's some we've never gotten mm-hmm. and there's some that took <laughs> forever to get here so to see that this one's coming out and a year later we should uh, we should be receiving it in North America that's good news for Dragon Quest fans yeah I think I think when it does come over there'll probably be the port overs so I'm assuming you're gonna see it on a PS4 and a 3ds I don't think they're gonna do anything too fancy with it yeah there there is supposedly a switch release later um, for in Japan, so mm-hmm. we, that potentially could transition as well. But again, these are all things that we don't know, and as that news comes, we will update you on it. How do you feel about the time frame? Like, what what would be your time frame? Let's say, hey, it's releasing in Japan today. We'll say, mm, yeah. What's the countdown of how long they have to release it over here in America until you're kind of like, man, it's too late? Well, I mean. Persona Five took some time to get, yeah. to be localized, you know. Mm-hmm. They say 2018, so as long as it's not like for me, it's like as like hopefully you're not saying December 2018, right? Like it could be March 2018, and then in that case, we're sitting here, you know, almost in August, and March isn't isn't much of a wait. I, that that makes sense to me. If all you need to do is is localize the languages and everything, because mm-hmm. the game's already there. Then I could see a early to mid release next year, and I'd be okay with that. And for, I mean, just looking at Persona, did you see how much animation and singing and? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I like I know. understand it. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if it gets released 
in one area of the world and then like it takes four or five years for them to to port it over somewhere and it's like you've already got another game that released in the initial spot like yeah i mean if you're taking that type of time then you didn't start localizing it until like you took four years to decide okay now we want to port it right you know so like for me like this is the announcement that they're not that that Yes, it's coming out this weekend, and we want to bring it to North America. We're going to need six to eight months to localize it so that right. the entire game will be, you know, you'll, you'll enjoy in English. You know, because here's the thing. I don't want, like, that fragmented game that you get sometimes where it's like, this scene, it's, it's in English, and this scene is subtitles in Japanese still because they didn't localize the entire game. So I'm hoping Square Enix is doing this right and putting the time and effort into it to, to fully, you know, fully convert it. So I guess the better question I should have asked is, do you think that the they... Okay, so we'll use Dragon Quest as an example. You think they have to port this over to the Americas before they even make mention of Dragon Quest Twelve? Oh, um, I mean, man. For hardcore Dragon Quest people, I don't think it'll matter. But for, for people like me, like if... If I didn't get Dragon Quest Eleven and I knew Dragon Quest Twelve was already out, like yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm just so far behind on right. this. Like, I I'm not even saying the, I don't out. care about the series. I'm saying, hey, like Dragon Quest Eleven still over in Japan, and then you know next year, 2018, if I watch E3 and they drop that Dragon Quest Twelve's coming out in two years, or hey, we're working on oh, it, well, you know, then know Dragon it. Quest Eleven being released later that year to me in Americas is like, why? Well, like, that's the same problem 12. that we've been talking about with E3, where where some of these companies are just getting way too like, yeah, here's Kingdom Hearts three. Seven years later, we'll talk. Later. We'll talk <laughs> to you later about if it's if it'll be ready. Like, right. you know, and and we find and we now have a window finally. But like, think about the first time we got a Kingdom Hearts three trailer, Our Last Guardian, which is twenty fourteen, which, which is Square Enix, same company, yeah. you know. And yeah. so like, yeah, I mean, I don't like when. It's one thing to, and, and I'm going to give a little bit of credit to, to Naughty Dog, it's one thing to come in and give a little teaser to, that everyone was expecting and, and was like, and, but they were super pumped to see it, and then just go quiet on it. It's another thing to basically be like... Because they're Naughty Gods. It's another thing to be like, hey, here's Kingdom Hearts 3, and people just lose their goddamn minds, and then Square Enix is like, yeah, we did it. Three years later, you're like, oh, well, the game might not come out until 2019. Well, you showed it off in 2014. What do you mean? Like, you know, yeah. so it, it, for me, I hate, I hate, I'm not a fan of that. Um, you know, we're already getting rumors about Metroid Prime 4 not coming out next year, even though it was in development 2018 type deal. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, leaked leaked documents from Nintendo showing, showing TBA where everything else, what they announced in that trailer still had the same dates. Yeah. So like for me I'm like, oh here we go. Here we go. Yep. Metroid Prime 4 is gonna be eight it's gonna be eight years before I get it. You know, it's gonna it, it, like the Nintendo Switch will be dead and I'll be buy, I'll be playing the the what what is the 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 new Game Boy or whatever that Homeboy. Homeboy, yeah I'll be playing the Homeboy yeah. and I'll have to dust off the Switch to play to play the Swan song that is Metroid Prime 4. I'm hoping that's not the case, but that's that's you know Yep. The track record doesn't doesn't make you'll you feel be, comfortable. Yeah. You'll be playing your homeboy <laughs> yeah. on Mars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I which I, is a virtual reality counter that makes you feel like you're on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into. Wait, our... wait, 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 wait. Did you give Naughty Gods a compliment? <laughs> no, I didn't. I think that was the VR headset you're wearing, and yeah, I just yeah. 
I mean, we got this on the VOD and it's recorded. Uh-oh. You gave <laughs> them a compliment. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man. <clears throat> Anyways, moving on. You do on. realize I added the show. I'll take care of this Yeah, for thank you. you. <laughs> the next, uh, the next and our last topic is Pokemon Go, baby. Oh, Why not talk God. about it more, right? Pokemon Go Fest attendees are now suing Niantic. Yeah. Fuck you, Niantic. Pay these bitches their money. And here's what I have to say. Good for you, attendees. They should pay every cent that you sue them for because this was a catastrophe. So the aftermath of the the technical disaster at Pokemon Go Fest continues to create trouble for developer and event host Niantic Labs. Last weekend, the Pokemon Go celebration quickly turned into a debacle as players who waited for hours in the hot sun found themselves unable to play the game at all due to a combination of software and network errors, preventing them from getting either the rare Pokemon they had been promised or the general spirit of the event that had been advertised. Now around 30 30 attendees have joined a class action lawsuit against Niantic Labs for the way this event was handled. So... Uh, the Chicago attorney Thomas Zimmerman is arguing that Niantic did not fulfill promises made about the nature of the event and that the company should be responsible for travel expenses from those that came from out of town. No shit. Yeah, no shit. The, um, so for those of you that didn't maybe didn't catch the last episode, we, we did cover this event as far as the nightmare that was the fest. But the only thing we knew at that point was that Niantic was refunding the ticket. And giving you a hundred dollars, hundred hundred dollars of in-game credit. Yeah, Pika yeah. coins. Pika coins. And they were given a Lugia, which is the first legendary yeah. that they released. That guess what? Your kid sister that didn't spend hundreds upon thousands also of dollars to go to Chicago yeah. also has it because you realize you fucked up and just let all the legendaries go in the world. Yep. So, <laughs> so of course now people are stepping forward and saying, "Well, my flight and my hotel and my you know." my um, babysitting costs and my time off work and my all, all these things that come into yeah. factor. Niantic, Special shampoo yeah. that I had to buy Ni- because yeah. I can't take more than three ounces on a plane. <laughs> right. Niantic should should be on the hook for that. And I and I agree. I think Niantic, you know what? First of all, there's enough money there with Pokemon Go that that this that they, they should be able to take care of this. And you know what? It, if it does uh, hurt you a little bit, it should because you need you you need to learn from this. You yeah. definitely do. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Um, when you're trying to teach your child not to touch a hot stove, you, mo- a majority of children learn by touching the hot stove. <laughs> yeah. And it burns their hand, yeah. and then they don't touch it again. Yeah, the attorney goes on to say, we're not seeking any relief with respect to the failure to get legendary Pokemon because Niantic is offering that. Zimmerman told uh, Polygon that uh, Niantic is not offering to refund people's travel expenses for coming to Chicago. Most of the people came from out of state. Many people from other countries. I talked to someone who flew in from Japan, stated the attorney. Yeah, you 100% need to cover that. 100%. Oh, and if you don't, you are a piece of shit, and I hope nobody plays your goddamn fucking game. That's not going to happen. Do you know how much freaking Chicago costs just to eat Exactly. Yeah. So I I just, I closed it out just because... The story of Niantic and the success that this that this company has had by fumbling and tripping over themselves is is it, I've never seen it. You, we have never witnessed a company that has managed to do so well by f- continuously fucking up, continuously doing nothing right. Yeah, 
And you want to know what the sad part about this is? You you want to know the 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 people that are are not being able to sleep at night and are like worrying about their asses every day they wake up if they're going to have a job or not are the fucking people at Game Freak. Because nobody yeah. puts together that this is Niantic. Everybody's like, oh, Pokemon doesn't work. Oh, Pokemon doesn't work. Well, who created Pokemon? Game Freak. Nobody's going to put together that this is fucking Niantic. Not saying uh, there, there are people that will, but a I majority mean, yeah. of people are going to say ca- the Pokemon game, yeah, not you're, Niantic's yeah, Pokemon you're, you're Go. casual gamers, have, they, they have no idea. Right. They download the game, and half of, half of them will blame Apple, for God's sakes, right? Like, right. Like, <laughs> right. right? That's, That's just the way it goes, right? So, like, as Game Freak, you licensed... You're, you licensed the rights to this company. You gave them the the ability to do this. Like, I wouldn't if if you, it's not going to happen at this point. But in all honesty, with the way it's been handled, I I'm amazed that there hasn't been a class action lawsuit from like, Game from Freak Game against Niantic to, yep. to basically say shut it down. You can't yep. run it. You are incapable of supporting this community. All right. Well, Game Freak, when you make this happen, because you listen to our podcast, uh, we want 5% of whatever yeah. you get. <laughs> I'm actually shot like Nintendo is skating by without no bad publicity from this. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and then there's Nintendo. <laughs> right. There's, then there's Nintendo because, that's like... Because the people yeah. that blame Game Freak, it's even less... The, the majority goes, fuck you, Nintendo, right? Because right. that's how it always goes, right? right? Fuck you, Nintendo. They're skating by because they're like, Nintendo, what are you going to do about this? And they'll be like... Buy a switch, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's crazy to see a company that's continuing to to generate revenue, and they just recently set a record for for uh, the most revenue in in uh, in a week or something. Yep. And of course, you want to know why they released the legendary, so yeah. everyone lost their shit and tried it. I actually at one point thought about it because I saw things like today is the last day you can get Articuno, and I was like. No, I'm not going to do it. Like, but for a second there, I was like, mm, Maybe. no, I'm not going to yeah. do it. So, I, I mean, I didn't. But even me, someone that's just been so anti-Pokemon Go at this point, I even considered it. So, yeah, you can sit there and try to publicity stunt yourself and say, we had the best week ever since, like, our launch week or whatever. And it's like, yeah, well, guess what? You did something that was overdue for an entire year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so for me, I'm not going to clap and, and congratulate you because – uh, a week ago, like, who? And I'm sorry, all these, all the journalists that wrote this positive news story about them. A week ago, they had the fest that was a nightmare. It was the worst event in video game history, probably. Yeah. Like, short of the ET Atari video game launch. Like, like this is up there with failures on a grand scale for video game events. And you're going to go and try to write a positive side of things a week later. No, well, it just doesn't work. I don't care. The reason why they're doing that is because they got Jameson and they walked in and they basically said, go make Pokemon Go and Niantic sound good or your job is fucking gone. And they're like, shit, how am I going to take this pile of garbage and make it, and write an article that sounds good? I mean, Oh, they yeah. had a strong week at Pokemon Go. Obviously, there's influences for sure within the media. But at the same time, man, this this is not good news. And I, I can't believe Niantic is just, like, they're just let to do whatever they want still. Like, at this point, yeah. 
maybe Niantic still is still running the game, but like at this point, if I was Nintendo or Game Freak or whoever, I'd probably be stepping in and saying, "Cool, all right, I'm running the show now, and you just do what I tell you because you're too busy pressing buttons over here that you weren't supposed to press." It's like a giant red button that says "Do not press," and Niantic's like, "Yeah." Fucking yeah! And it's just the internet's going down, and the app's going yeah. down, and the oh, we're not fixing. Especially this. somebody like Nintendo, where they're like, "Hey, Niantic, listen, we gave this to you <laughs> because we felt like you could handle it because we had to focus on the Switch." Yeah, it's. it's you want to know what else is just as popular as Pokemon Go? Super Mario Run, and you just got to tap a screen six hundred times. <laughs> like, yeah. we're making just as much money as you. How did you fuck this <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, well, that, that's been our, our global news. You can check all of the links and everything right from our description when you go listen to the podcast on MotorCityGaming.com. You can watch all the trailers and read all the articles that we pull from. But I do have a couple other topics uh, that are special to us, and our, our last big topic is we had Nerd Barbecue 3.0 last weekend. So this was, uh, this was our annual barbecue that we... Um, we throw every year here in Michigan. We invite anybody that's from the community, and we've had we have people travel from out of state, from from across the, from the other side of Michigan, all over the place. And we had uh, we had our biggest one yet, and it was a lot of fun. We wanted to just talk about some highlights and go over just our our own event, you know, um, one that that Niantic didn't destroy. Which was yeah. good. We did have some people actually leave our event leave to go our do event to, Pokemon to Go, to go to, and it yeah. was and it was a disaster. And they came back and had more fun yeah. at our event because we actually knew what we were doing. I believe seven of them went to try to catch a Lugia, exactly. and they defeated it. And one person, and then one it. person got it. And the person that got it was the only one that actually already had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Niantic. Your shit's working really well. <laughs> But anyways, Nerd Barbecue 3.0 was a lot of fun. We had about 50, 60 people come through uh, throughout the day. We ran all day. Didn't We didn't close shop until like 3 a.m. So thanks to everyone that came out. We had a blast meeting all of you. Um, good food, great games. We had outside, inside stuff set up from NES all the way to the Nintendo Switch and PS4 and Xbox. It was we had uh, rock band. some serious rock band going on, some serious yeah. dance dance on the original Xbox. So it, we, we had a good time. There's all sorts of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, it was the first year that we've actually opened up the studio to where people are actually able to come in and kind of see where this uh, live show actually takes place. I know you could see us here with the green screen, but there's a lot more to it than that. And um, just a we, bit. Uh, yeah, we opened up the. Uh, the game room as well, where people got to come in and see the uh, collection of like fifteen hundred plus games that you yeah. have collected. And yeah, they got to see the Grimlock Museum. That's what <laughs> yeah, people yeah. started people uh, calling. No, yeah. it's called the LPJ Museum. Yeah, well, <laughs> LPJ can try. He can try, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my personal money went into that room. <laughs> LPJ can claim everything down here if he really wants to. Um, I'll send him all the tax paperwork at the end of the year too. <laughs> but uh, upstairs, that's my personal collection, and so it was fun though. I had a lot of people come through. And it was interesting to see the trend that started happening where they'd hit certain parts of the walls and they would just be like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> and then they'd like grab a box and like, oh, my God, can we take this downstairs? I'm like, it's already downstairs. That's just the box because yeah. I was like, you know, I didn't want to bring everything down there. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun from, from simple little stuff that you, and it even transposed everywhere to where it's like, you know, they'd, they'd come into the studio and be like, oh, crap, this is this is a lot 
cooler than I thought it would be. And in the studio, the actual studio here, we have uh, plastered all of the walls with like game posters and stuff like that that we've picked up from people or given yeah. to us by the community. And uh, just to see them, and we got our box wall now. Yeah, too. tried to um, almost almost the same as the game room. We're like, oh, you got this game, you got this, thing. and then they come down here and they're like. Oh man, look at that poster! Yeah. Oh man, where'd you get that one? Like, yeah, they look at the box wall and they're like, "Oh, that's real impressive." You got, yep. or they're up in the studio. They're like, "Oh, that's real impressive." You got a Super Nintendo box. I'm like, "Oh, that's cute." Have you been downstairs yet? And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, when you get down there and you see like Sega CD boxes and Virtual Boy boxes and yeah. NES, SNES, 64, you know, like it just goes on and on because we've just, you know, it's it's all stuff I I built up over you know collecting and I don't have anywhere to put it. So I'm like, let's make the studio badass, you know, like. And then you're bringing in all these posters, and and people are donating posters, and so yeah, it's really allowed us to to build out the studio where people come in and they're like, oh, this is so cool, I want a room just like this, you know. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. People got to sit right at this, on like right where I'm sitting. People were hanging out here playing video games, and that was that was pretty cool to see. And they were here all day, like it was it was fun. People coming in saying, "This is where the magic happens," and and all yeah. that. So yeah, it was great. You know, that it was a celebration for for the fans and the community and the support. And we, you know, we're super happy that we get to put it on yeah. every year. And we got we made we had uh, sweet t-shirts yeah. for the people that we were able to show t-shirts. Like I we, didn't get a t-shirt. Well, you know what, cable, because I hate you. I know. Okay. We'll get you a goddamn T-shirt. Yes. This might be pink. I'll take pink. Okay, good. I'll be special edition. Special edition. <laughs> You're special edition, yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah, no, we, uh, we set up, sh- we, we made some uh, silkscreen shirts. Uh, we tried to do a, a special edition barbecue shirt every year, and yeah. uh, that, that was a, we, we had a fun reveal of that. And then we also did something for the first time ever. Yeah, we had a uh, our first uh, annual, our f- we'll say first annual because yeah. we'll we'll do it again, you know, for years to come. But our first annual uh, Golden Zilla tournament, in which um, for anybody that hasn't actually been out to a barbecue and is local, I definitely recommend you try to make it out next year. We um, the sun goes down and we blow up a 15 foot projector screen, and then we hook up whatever video game system we deem is going to be part of the tournament. And we run a tournament on a 15-foot projection screen in the middle of the backyard. Yep. So this year we decided to um, play uh, Mario Kart on the Switch, Mario yep. Kart 8 Deluxe. And uh, congratulations to the first-ever Goldenzilla Award, which goes to Brick and Mortar. <laughs> He's he just saying Jay. that because he beat Jay. <laughs> Listen, I made it to the finals, blew everybody else out of the water, and then we went – like. It was great. It, it, it ended the way I wanted to end. We, the Grand Prix four matches, four races. After three races, brick and mortar, Grimlock, twenty nine to twenty nine. So it went into that last race, and he smoked me. It was like he was like he 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 finished first place, and I was like fourth. So it, it was it was it wasn't even close. But but I liked that we went into the last race. and It was all or nothing. It was going into it and. That's cool, you know. I know I technically I wasn't even able to win. Like like Jazzy told me right at the beginning, he's like, Yeah, well if you win, I'm just gonna give it to him anyways. I was like, damn. But anyways, I like to compete. So and he, yeah. he uh he won fair and square with his metal Mario bullshit and his Mercedes vehicle. So you know what? The cat car can't win them all, I guess. Hey. Got some practice to do, he, I guess. He haunted you, man. 
<laughs> he did something, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, but it was a good time. Um, just to go over a few things that, uh, you know, people that weren't there missed. We just want to thank everybody that's been supportive of this community. Um, one year ago, we actually started Motor City Gaming and uh, uh, transformed into what now is the GameZilla podcast, the GameZilla Alpha, and the uh, the Legend of Retro that kind of broke off into an, in its own group. And, um you know, we released Patreon. We have 54 active users in Discord daily, so go there, join us. People keep hop uh, 55 now because we got a new person today. Correct, we did. And um, just a lot of growth, and we thank everybody that's been there and followed us and supported us in any way possible. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to everybody. It was again a great event, and uh, we look forward to it next year. But. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We wanted to keep it going. Um, I didn't compete, so that's why I didn't win this. He wouldn't. He had no chance. That's why I didn't <laughs> compete. All right. So anyway. the last thing I want to cover in our news sec- section is a little bit more on a personal side, and that is that uh, a lot of you know I'm dealing with some health issues right now, and uh, I thanked everybody at the Nerd Barbecue, but I know there's plenty of you that watch this or listen to it that uh, – you know, couldn't make it out. And I wanted to just thank you for the continued support in Discord or even like the private messages I'm getting through my phone or through Facebook or whatever. I appreciate the love and support. Um, you know, the issue is it's with it. So for the people that don't know, the issue is with my heart. Uh, they did find an issue and I got to go in. I'm on disability now. I'm not, I'm not going to work and uh, I have to go run some tests that are that's putting me in the hospital. So um, as we get details and I'm, you know, coherent and feeling normal or as normal as I feel right now, I will make sure to update the community, update my friends and, and keep everybody in the loop. But I do appreciate all the support and love and everybody's been reaching out letting let me know, you know, anything I need, just let them know. Um, the, the nerd barbecue People were just putting a chair behind me and, and telling me to sit my ass down and taking care of a lot of things. Where I'm just not used to that. You know, I, I'm a hands-on kind of guy, so I do appreciate it. And if sometimes if I look frustrated, it's just because I'm not I'm not used to to letting go of things. So, um, you know, it's a it's a scary moment for me. And thank you, Cable. Thank you. It's a scary moment for me. It's not something that uh, you feel like a you know thirty. 33-year-old person should have to deal with, but here it is, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go through and hopefully get some answers, and hopefully we can correct it, but um, I, I'm i blessed to have great friends and have a great family and, and, and the support that, uh, you know, I guess I, we call them fans, but you're all my friends. You know, we, we talk every day in the Discord. We we play video games, and, and I'm just, uh, I'm lucky to have, have the group that I have, so we'll, uh, you know, we'll keep you posted about possible delays or anything that might get caused about the podcast. But overall, I think um, the way timing is going to work, the Gamezilla should be the Gamezilla podcast should be okay. The Alpha is a little in the air where we might, you know, it might get moved around or we or we like we missed last week. Um, you know, it it all depends. But we're, we'll keep everybody posted. We're not. We're it's not because we don't want to do it anymore or anything like that. We just we got to get me through a few things and uh, you know. Once we once we kind of get some answers and hopefully a, a path yeah. to to an end, then we'll get back yeah. to normal. We will make sure that people get their Gamezilla fix by, you know, the typical Gamezilla Monday live stream and then obviously release on Tuesday. 
Um, just with the Alpha, bear with us, because with the Alpha, it's myself and Grimlock, and if he's not feeling up to it, then it's myself, right. and it's a lot of work. No one wants to hear Jazzy <laughs> No one wants to hear me talk for yeah. an hour. Right. So <laughs> I don't with, blame you. With GameZilla, we still have myself and producer Ethan and uh, Cable2KX here that Stash. can, you know... Boy. Okay, I, I take that back. I we just, might not be able to do it. Right, yeah. Now that no, but that we'll, <laughs> yeah, we, we still have the three of us, and it's not just all on me, so we'll be able to make sure that we continue to get that content to you at least once a week for now. And like I said, we're, we're hoping for the best and not having any delays and still being able to give you the content that you want. Yep. So, All right, and with that, that is our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, and continue the conversation in our Discord on MotorCityGaming.com. It is free, and you need to hang out there because it is cool. I love our Discord. Gets me through the day. But Yeah, and if you weren't sold yet, we just, by popular demand, released a room in our Discord called the MCG Pets Channel in which you could post any picture of any of your pets, and it is probably the most popular channel on Discord right now. <laughs> so if you were kind of on the fence, like, man, I don't really know if I want to join Discord, I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow it, you could post your pet pictures on there, so we'll see you in Discord. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm enjoying posting the Corgi photos for sure. <laughs> man. Yeah, they always, they're always photogenic, so... All right, well, we want to thank our sponsor, Detroit Beard Collective, once again for sponsoring the, this episode of the GameZilla Podcast. Remember to use the code MCGAMING to save 20% on all your beard grooming orders over $25. And if Ledger Retro... If, uh, if, Led if, the <laughs> if the Ledger Retro... Who, who has the medical condition right now? Because... Um, <laughs> right. Sympathy pains because we're twins. <laughs> if retro gaming is your thing, then listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday in all the same great places you listen to us. They've got Xander over there and Craig now. And um, if you haven't listened to the soothing sounds of Craig WK's voice, let me tell you. Okay, so Nerd Barbecue calms down, and it's about midnight, and I come in here, and Craig's got a few people that are doing like a quick D&D &D lesson because Craig's a dungeon master. And I'm like, oh, man, this is, I'm going to listen in for a few minutes, right? So I listen in. I'm stuck. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Not only just the way he does it. It's not just like, oh, hey, you know, he's the dungeon master and barks orders. He does voices, and oh, he gets he, into character, and he is just he puts phenomenal. On a show. So I want to thank him personally for basically uh, making me stay here from midnight until 3 a.m. <laughs> just to not play. Listen to them play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it basically, it led us to believe that uh, in the near future, we are going to have a special GameZilla Twitch stream of us playing D&D. &D. That'd be cool. So that's something that we're going to work on here and uh, and I want to be part of. So we'll be talking with Craig. It's it's something that he offered, So and, and we all jumped on it. But um yeah, that that, and then um, of course the alpha. You know, we, when obviously yeah. right now we're we're working out trying to make sure that uh, we can get get these episodes uh, recorded. But the alpha is our other special show that comes out Sundays and is our focus topic show. So interviews or one big news topic or an opinion piece. That is the alpha show where we try to to give you a more in depth detail on one specific thing. So. That'll be uh, Sundays on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and all the other places. But, uh, yeah, anything nice else? Sweet. Anybody Anybody else want to say anything before we uh, sign out? No. Nothing? 
Okay. I'm still working on some stuff. What okay. are we streaming? Uh, what are we streaming this week, Cable? More, more, uh, more Ghost Recon. More Ghost Recon. Yeah. I, I want to finish that game. Hey, I'll hop on. I'm already halfway through the game. Now. Yeah. Well, let's start a new character. If things, if things you go, you better play. If things, I go, will play. The, okay, so you hop on a stream the other day, and the only reason I couldn't is because I was forced to silk screen shirts, and by forced, I mean I enjoyed every second of it. Forced. <laughs> <laughs> you love these shirts, and you love the I idea. Um, like, I want to beat that game now. I want to beat yeah. it. If things go well with me as far as the procedure and I end up home instead of staying, um, my my plan is I have a lot of downtime too. So I'm, Same here. I'm probably looking to uh, to be streaming something. I'm not 100% sure what yet. I might throw it out there where I uh, in Patreon or maybe just on Discord or something, I'm going to go throw out like two or three options and say, what do people want to see? And then I'll roll with that. So I got so many games. Obviously, I... Don't know what I have plenty of options. I just need to figure out what I want to play. And you might get some more earlier streams from me since I am right off for a little while. And yeah, Fortnite. I'm not playing that game. Man, I kind of want to play that. <laughs> I want to play it just to see what it's about. Why don't you want to play it? I hear it's like super hectic. It's boring. Oh, is it? it bo- is it? It's boring. You're boring. Is that because you wa- you're watching it or because you've actually picked it up and played it? He hasn't bit? played it. I haven't played it, but I've seen people who've played it, and it's just it's a, it's a grinding game, and it's just not fun. Like from what I can tell, it doesn't get hard until you really get farther into the game. Like half the time, it's, it's super simple. Huh. So I'm like, I don't, I don't. What if What if I make the promise that I will play Ghost Recon with you if you play <laughs> Fortnite with me? I won't play Fortnite. I mean, I, I actually have Fortnite downloaded, but I don't have a founder spec, so I didn't play it. But, I mean, if you if, if, if enough people... It seems like it'd be a lot more fun with a group of people. Yeah. So if well, more people get on First of it, all, you can't, you can't play that card because he already he already said he'd play League if you played Ghost Recon with and him. You and you did. he already played League. So you can't... Uh, you can't I played play. Ghost Recon with him. I yeah. just not... It's been actually, Ghost it Recon. Too. Yeah. It was you, too. I have a hundred percent. I know it was me, but I sold my copy. So <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have to get another copy. I guess it is a fun game. I'll I'll stream it with you, Cable. But all right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 167 of the Gamezilla podcast. And just remember, we are the elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. on, bitches. The language, man. The language. Gamezilla is for the children. Children. The, the children. Ki- <laughs> the, 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 the Gamezilla is for the children. Gamezilla is for the Kraken. <laughs>